The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the only podcast on the internet that has taken the time to sit down, take every relevant Wilco song in a stringent uh, order and place them alphabetically to talk about twice a week and deliver to you for free. We're the only ones that do that. Very specific. And thing. and not, we took all the relevant Wilco songs and some of the non-relevant Wilco songs. It's quite the catalog. 200 songs. This is uh, episode 83 out of 200. So we are moving right along. We're we, almost half done. Oh, my God. What are we going to do after we're done doing this, Kevin? I mean, do we just end our friendship? Do we just... Do, do I, we... I think well, we might have said everything there is to say. I don't want to end up like those old married couples who have nothing left to say to each other, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but, that's sex um, uh, You know, I think they're... Uh, um, say, for instance, Wilco drops a record. Uh, like, I think they will... I think they'll drop an album in 2021. Uh, if they drop an album in 2021... I don't want to cover those songs individually because uh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't add another 14 songs onto this or whatever. It is. But maybe you and I do like we, what we did with love is the King and, and we listen to the whole yeah. album in order and do like our initial impressions on it. Um, uh, and I still think the answer is us doing a love advice podcast and give um, uh, people, you know, Oh, my boyfriend's being a jerk to me, which spoilers, everything I say is going to be just break up with them unless you're married. If you're like dating someone and and there's an issue, just break up with them. My right? advice like, is always going to be cheat on him and then leak a video of it on the internet. That's always going to be advice just to see if it ever happens. That's what I'm going to do. That's that's. Uh, I think that's a, 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 a poor decision, and I care about people. <laughs> but but you know what? We're different people, so that's what make that's what would make this podcast so interesting. But I think uh, in general, listeners, if you you're just dating someone, you're you don't live together, you don't have children together, you don't you're not married. And you're just dating, and they're giving you grief on something. Just move on, find someone else. It's not worth it. That's my love advice for the week. Every week from now on, I'm going to do a love advice segment in here. But it's always going to be just break up with them. Yeah, just break up or cheat on them and videotape it and leak it on the internet. Don't do that. Don't listen. Yeah. Don't listen to Jason. My other piece of love advice is don't listen to Jason. Kevin, um, I got to tell you something. Uh, if you look at your text messages, I sent you a text messages text message ju- just before we started recording today with a photograph. Okay, I'm 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 unlocking my phone. Kevin's and not I... the quickest guy at doing things. Is this you? That's me, at 310 ish pounds and 170 wow. pounds. Now, oh wow! Right now, I'm halfway between those two. I've I've gone back up. Uh. 70 pounds. I'm, I'm down five from that. So I guess I'm, I'm up 65 from the lowest one. Now, my my 39th birthday is on June 16th. Now, I'm not going to do anything crazy, but I'm going to say here live on the show for accountability purposes. I want to be back at the 170, 180 range by my birthday. Today is March 20th. And so, sorry, when's your birthday? June 16th. You know, it's crazy. We didn't realize this until right now. We're both June babies. No, I, I'm we, June we, we've 27th. We've talked about that before. Have we? I can't remember. Maybe we've not talked, on the show. We've said so many things. 
Yeah. Um, uh, you're always just waiting to talk when I'm talking. So, <laughs> I'm so getting, sorry, I'm a hard sorry. Time uh, June, June, June 16th, you said? Yeah, June 16th. So uh, the day uh, that that episode, so that episode will be Late Blooming Sun, of course, that classic from the being there. Oh, do we record that day or have an episode come out that day? Uh, so we have an episode come out that day. Uh, release date, uh, actual record date. We don't we don't know when we're gonna actually be recording that. I would suspect we'll be in probably May. somewhere in the M's uh, uh, when we're recording that. Depending oh, good on, point. Um, I see what you're saying now. You're saying yeah. That... So yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Something to think about. Um, I was not expecting to get two shirtless photos from you while recording this podcast. If you had an advance, I'd be like, why is he sending me sure this pictures of himself? But you know what? Uh, I believe in you. I support you. Uh, now, I love Taco Bell. Uh, I'm still going to be going to Taco Bell, but I'll try to, I'll try to like, be like, oh, I had Taco Bell last night. It sucked to discourage yeah. you from eating Taco Bell, even though, of course, Taco Bell, yeah, Taco Bell is terrible, but it's also pretty good, right? Uh, but I'll, <laughs> I just won't bring that up to you. This is what you do when you go to fast food, right? I want you to record your, record audio only. I don't want anything gross, but record your bowel movement, the audio of your bowel movements, no, and send it to me once, every once in a while. Just so I'm like, oh, yeah, let's not do that again. Um, yeah, so thank you, Kevin, for recording your bowel movements and sending them straight to not, me. Not that doing way. that. Come on. Yes, you are. You're my friend. That's What, what, what are friends I'm for? I'm your podcast co-host. I don't know if we count as friends. Kevin, we should probably jump into the actual. This is an important. You know what? This is. Uh, so here's the unfortunate thing: is this is the song that like this is one of Wilco's most popular songs, and we've noticed that like they're popular songs, they're bangers. These song, these episodes perform really well uh, compared to like uh, a song from the Wilco book or um, a obscure B side that nobody's most people haven't heard of. Um, so this this could be one of our best performing episodes. And we're going to have a bunch of people listening for the first time. And they're going to hear you trying to encourage me to record my, my bowel movements and, yeah. and send it to you. Uh, um, listeners, we're not always that immature. We're, we, I mean, we are immature, but we're, we're, we're not, we're not, I mean, I guess that is fairly accurate as you are. We're good. We're good dudes though. I think we're good <laughs> Kevin, dudes. You are so, so cons- you are please, so self-conscious. Please forgive Jason for his, being kind of a gross person sometimes oh yeah i am he's a good guy for the most part besides some of his anyways let's not get into that okay so we're covering jesus etc today jesus, jesus etc what did i say etc i think you said you said the american way was etc yeah but it's spelled etc yeah you're right um <laughs> kevin do you have any fun facts about this song this is um, okay. So you're a big Wilco fan, which you are because you're listening to this podcast. Um, and your friends say, "Oh, who's Wilco?" They don't know, right? Most of the time, for most people, I suspect this is probably the best entry point. This is the song to show someone be like, "This is Wilco," because it's it's an awesomely written song. It's it's. One of the best written songs of Jeff Tweedy's catalog. Uh, Jay Bennett claims that he wrote that it was kind of like a uh, sort of like a Beatles um, baby or rich man type situation where it's like, hey, I have a verse. Oh, I have a chorus and stuck them together. Um, uh, so it's a it's a Jeff Tweedy, Jay Bennett collab, at least according to Jay. Um, uh, 
songwriting wise it's great production wise it, there's so much going on with the song um but it, it, there's not a lot of noise right like i wouldn't show someone um unless they're already like into like noise rock i wouldn't show them at least that's what you said first or 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 some of the noisier songs at the end of um uh yankee hotel foxtrot uh, like the, you want sort of a commercially sort of song and i think this fits the bill so this is a lot of people's first wilco song um i don't think it's wilco's best song but it's a pretty special song when you hear the song live and then jeff lets the crowd sing oh my god it shivers just thinking about it so good um and uh yeah it's sort of it, right in the middle of what i would argue is the best album ever released maybe um and um yeah now let me ask you this question jason yeah from daytona florida mm -hmm. um that's me now the opening lyric is jesus don't cry is he singing directly to jesus christ or is he using jesus as like a um like a jeez oh, don't cry yeah jesus like don't one. cry like jesus, is he saying is he telling jesus christ dude stop crying no. or is he saying using it as kind of like a swear almost as a, as a to really emphasize his point it's like, um, like it, i feel like the song don't. picks up as he is like in the middle of a fight and what's happening and, and or something going wrong and he's saying jesus don't cry like th th this is nothing to cry about uh or or like maybe he's or may or, or it could be that he's saying uh like something bad has happened he's saying like jesus don't cry like just he's frustrated and uh because he says you can rely on me, honey. Like no matter what's going on, you yeah. can you can you can count on me. And uh, yeah, I I feel like that's what's the. the I, I would agree with you. I have seen people online. I feel like I've seen people online think it's more like direct, like he's singing directly to Jesus. But the next line is, "You can rely on me, honey." And I don't know if you would call Jesus honey, right? You right, probably yeah. call him Lord or. Uh, so yeah, that, that's where I've, I'm. I'm glad we're on the same page with that because that. The, I maybe I've only seen that once. I don't know, can but I I, it's you, one time too many. Can I ask you? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I I'm just don't want to lose my train of thought here. Um, it's okay. What uh, what is the argument that they use to say that he is talking to Jesus? Like, what I, is, I don't think there's an argument. I think just uh, the impression I got is some people think he's, or at least one person. I don't even know where. I suspect it's probably from the uh, Sean the Arm fan group on facebook um okay, no so disrespect like specific... that, face, that facebook's great and and the moderators do a great job at it and shout out to um john and diane and i think maybe lisa is in there uh, uh but i feel like i've seen that once maybe years ago i don't know but one time too many one time too many yeah so um uh where to me i was i, I just remember being surprised when i saw that i'd be like what i mean it's pretty clear that he's singing like like stop crying jesus don't cry right it's not saying like hey jesus christ the carpenter don't cry you know i, th I think that that is probably the most of, of the song that is probably the most examined lyric for some reason I, I think it's so straightforward i think the better lyrics are in the in the course uh tall building shake uh talking about that all this all these bad things happen to the uh, chords written by your tears, you know, like because that you know strings coming down your face. That's why I've always imagined the chorus being about. I think yeah. that's such a more interesting illustration, like through words. 
than uh, Jesus Stone. I think that line is so straightforward, and I've never questioned it. Once. Well, and the, the other thing lyrically with the song that we should probably trust about, I know this is something that um, you expressed with the Ashes of American Flags episode, is because this album technically came out post 9-11, people without knowing the history of this album have analyzed the lyrics thinking, oh, Jeff's singing about 9-11, when no, this album is supposed to come out like summer 20, uh, 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 one. So would it come out, should have come out pre nine 11. Yeah. Definitely. These songs were all written pre nine 11. Um, and definitely recorded pre nine 11. Um, but you know, uh, with tall buildings, shake voices, escape, singing sad, sad songs. Um, it's tall building shake for sure. Uh, skyscrapers are scraping together. Uh, so like people think, uh, and then coupled that with the song ashes of American flags mm-hmm. and then the album cover, which is two, twin buildings and people have like put meaning in there that that maybe there is um uh um in hindsight but at the time jeff wasn't singing about that um and it just happened to uh, very unfortunately work out that those lyrics applied to something in real life afterwards but not in the songwriting so it does annoy me when people think it is about 9-11 that the album is a reference to 9-11 but like i can because of this song and the song title Asher American Flags, if you don't pay attention to the song, uh, I could see how the lyrics in the song would be like, oh, wow, talking about skyscrapers and, and crying. I I definitely could and see that. And that was such a, that was such a, that was a generation-defining event, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, and that, that changed even still to this day that, I mean, uh, that, 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 that set the tone for the 21st century. Um, and, and so I, and I could definitely understand in the year 2002, trying to like look for meaning with that it's it's on your mind anyways it's still on our mind but it's definitely and i'm trying to remember what life was like in 2002 and definitely it was still um the main thing on people's mind and of course we were at that point probably into the war on terror and the afghan war and then later the iraq war um so uh um 2003 was Iraq, but wasn't uh, Afghanistan. Iraq was 2003. Yeah, Canada didn't go to Iraq. Canada did go to Afghanistan, though. Uh, So I definitely remember that being uh, big in the news at the time um, from 9/11, right? Um, So I definitely can understand how people are trying to. But yeah, uh, for the record, this song was supposedly one of the last songs written and recorded for Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, but still was written and recorded probably in the year 2000. Um, and, and one of the songs that was written, uh, was conceived after Glenn joined the band. So they, uh, it was, they could write the songs knowing that Glenn Kochi was going to do the drumming on the song. So I, I don't know, um, if that, if you can make a connection with the drumming, the way they wrote the song for the drumming, but definitely it's the first song that is entirely in the Glenn Kochi era. You want to jump in the song? Let's jump in. Just want to remind everybody, go to abcwilco.com. That is the way you can find all the ways to support us by buying T-shirts, join the Patreon. But the most important way is by leaving a rating review on the podcast of your choice, preferably if you can go into the Apple podcast app. That way we have them all in one place when we jumped up on, that, on those rankings. That would really help us a lot. Um, I think that's all. I'd, yeah. Here it goes. So this song is a big part of my desire to one day own a Fender Rhodes electric piano. Because you can hear it in this song. It's just so, it's got a vibe to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, when you hear it live, this song live, it doesn't have, this vibe is great when it's live. So I'm not, I'm not discounting it. 
I'm just saying it, it has a, a different vibe than this. It, it's this is more jazzy, like uh, loungy kind of sounding. Yeah, because you get you get the strings, and and uh, what's really cool with the strings is John and Jeff arranged the strings together, and each verse has its own string arrangement. So they didn't just repeat string arrangements for each verse. So it kind of almost makes it if you just listen to the strings, feel almost sort of like classical music where like they don't really repeat too often. It, it's every section has its own movement so every verse sort of stands on its own that way um but when you hear it live you hear nels klein on the lap steel um which you don't have really in the studio version too much lap steel uh, um i love that lyric tune to chords uh strung down your cheeks and the bitter melodies that is yeah. such a beautiful illustration like that is that is top wordsmith right there man i feel like we've heard this song so many times as fans, we sort of take the song for granted, but it try listening to it again for the first time, and it's like lyrically, this is one of Jeff's masterpieces. Dude, uh, I told you this before, but I got my brother into Wilco lately. He's going to be going to the Wilco show in Chicago with us. Um, and uh, when he heard this song, he just texted me the word "whoa," <laughs> and then he followed up and explained what the "whoa" was about. But yeah, I love the the strings that led right into the tall building shake line that we just heard. The um, just the way to connect the verses together is superb. And then there's some steel guitar here. Yeah, that that comes in so beautifully. I mean, like yeah. I, I that that this. I mean, it, it, this album all, all together is, is amazing, just how they put it all together. And they know exactly, like, this was synchronicity right here, man. They, they knew exactly what to put where to make it perfect. And then and the pizzicato strings here, right? Oh so God. it's all different. Yeah. And the pedal steel in the last section kind of replaces the strings for that one section, too. It, a, a master class in song arrangement. This, this like, listening to this song right now, I, I just got, like, the chill. I This song... Yeah is amazing like, the, i don't know if you can see i got goosebumps yeah listen to this song without us talking over it if you yeah. haven't done yeah. it before. you were not doing this song any favors <laughs> yeah man it's so hard to talk during this because i just yeah. love it so much what is that in the background right there that that part is that a horn or is that a are there strings? I think it, that's strings, okay. for sure. John Sweet bass going on right there. I love that. Yeah. It's just the I drums. Mean, yeah, everything's just we said this together before so well. On one of the other episodes, but like, it's almost better to have a podcast about the songs you don't like as much because when you listen to the ones you. When you do this, when we do the episodes, there's not much more to say. Like you, yeah. Just, other than like, this is really good. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. There's not really comment. You can't really do commentary that well on perfection. Like, what is what, when you listen to the song without me, yeah. and you're just listening on and closing your eyes? Like, where does it take you? How does it make you feel? Huh? How does it make me feel? I don't know. You know what? It's going to sound. This is going to sound so stupid. I, I. The only thing I could think of is that I'm in awe when I listen to that song. Like that song really does just like put me in awe. Just because every second of that song is something new, but it's just they knew exactly where I wanted it at that time. Um, yeah. Now, like, like when you watch, um, 
I'm trying to break your heart. They have all these alternate versions of songs on that, and I love all. I would. I, I want an album of just the alternate versions. But uh, this is the versions that are on the actual album are the song are are the perfect ways. And I'm glad yeah. they did it that way because then when I see them live, I can hear a slightly different version and be like, "Oh, it's new again." Yes, I love yeah. when it's new again. And, and that's what's and so that's, great about it. And that's what I love about Wilco is they have that perfect balance of like songs evolve and just because this is the studio version and we talked about this a little bit on the um i'm always in love episode about tempos but also with arrangements in general is that songs you know just because they're not trying to replicate their songs uh the studio version of their songs live like the they will you know okay the lineup's different now than it was when they recorded this album so they, they're going to do it differently and and they're not, they can't pay for a string quartet to come out and and play with them uh every night just for this one song so they they have to you know um lose the strings uh but amp up uh some of the keys and guitar parts and and stuff like that and it's it's but the the what you're saying is that this song coupled with everything else around the song on the album uh, works so well and 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 while i would argue that the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot Sessions had other amazing songs. Cars Can't Escape is a great example. Um, these 11 songs work so well together and they musically were arranged so perfectly. It's like, um, it's like, it's just, a, a, again, a master class in not only songwriting, but music production and arrangement. Yeah. Uh, and everything came together so perfectly on this album that's so evident in, in this song. Um yeah, and I, I tend to like kind of uh, like for us, I got the data right in front of me, Jason. I got the data. Okay, so I've heard the song twelve times live. You've heard the song eight times live. Um, definitely, there are listeners who have seen Wilco a lot more times than either you and I have. Um, these sorts of uh, Jesus, etc., tends to get lumped in with like California stars and, and stuff like that, and, and people kind of take it for granted and and there but it is and, and forget what a breathtakingly amazing song it is when you hear the song live and the crowd singing uh our love our love is all we have um it's such a special moment um and, and again uh, we're sitting here listeners in march of 2021 i have passed the one year point of not seeing any live music i just can't wait to be in a room with 2000 strangers singing those lines together again it's gonna be special yeah um do you have anything else you want to add to this song i really again it's such a perfect song i don't really know what else to say about it like besides that i'm just gonna keep saying it's it's a great song over and over again yeah uh there is a cool version you can find on the alpha mike foxtrot box set it's also originally because i've noticed this it came up on spotify yesterday on the funny people soundtrack funny people uh surprisingly good judd apatow such a good movie yeah, uh, uh, with it's a live version, and Andrew Bird. Do you know who Andrew Bird is, Jason? I know yeah. you know who Andrew Bird is because that's the first thing we ever podcast about. Andrew Bird is on stage with Wilco, playing violin, um, and uh, it's also a, a great version. Maybe not as great as the studio version, but pretty cool to, to hear Andrew on stage and, and, and playing violin with him live. Um, I once uh, when I saw Wilco in 2016, talked about this last week. This concert. Um, Andrew Bird was doing a shot, a set at um, a festival, I think, in the city called Bumbershoot. Uh, but his, his set was earlier, and I was so positive that Andrew was going to come out on stage and play the song with Wilco and just like leave his set and then 
be able to come to Wilco's show. And of, of course that didn't happen because like he would have had to like literally walk off stage, jump in a taxi with his violin, bust over to the Moore theater. Uh, and, and just wasn't, wasn't in the cards. Um, uh, but uh, um, I remember just being a little disappointed at the end of the night when that didn't happen. Cause I like convinced myself it was going to happen. Um, so if, if you have ever seen Andrew Bird on the, on stage with Wilco performing the song, um, I'm jealous of you and I hate your guts, but I'm <laughs> not totally serious. Um, there's also uh, the version on kicking television that we sort of hinted that earlier uh, with Nels Klein on lap steel and it's sort of its own like separate beast. Uh, but I still love that version too. So um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to enjoy this song. So if you're kind of bored of the song, seek out some of those alternate versions and, and maybe it'll reignite your, your love for one of Wilco's signature songs. Well, guys, if there's uh, another thing that you can find multiple ways to enjoy, it's abcwilco.com. You can go there and find all the different ways you can enjoy our show, all of our the ways you can connect with us, drop us an email, leave us a voicemail, and do all that good stuff uh, by going to abcwilco.com. You can also find all the ways to support the show. You can uh, buy a T-shirt. You can join our Patreon. You can leave us a rating and review on your podcatcher, which is the best way of doing things. Um, what else? Do, I keep feeling like in the past couple of episodes I've forgotten. Oh, I don't. I haven't given our Instagram names at the end of the show. The past. Hey, what the hell? Oh my god! Well, you can find oh. Ke- Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess is Best. Check out my artwork, and if you like it, maybe go uh, buy a print or something. Uh, there, you get a discount if you put ABC Wilco as a checkout code. Um, I do believe that is everything that we say. Well, you should the plug the next episode because it's gonna be. A great one. Oh yeah, uh, we. I disagree about that. But uh, what's the name of the song? Joe DiMaggio. Done it again. Done it again. Kevin and I obviously are going to have an interesting conversation during that episode because we seem to be in disagreement. Until next no, time. No, no, I, I, I was being serious. Oh, okay. Just remember, every little thing is going to tear you apart. <laughs>